Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Excited anyway. Yeah. Well, not to Chelsea, bitch. What? Wait, wait, wait. How do I do? It? <laughs> it's gonna catch on. It's gonna catch on. It's gonna catch on. Anyway, you are joined by me at Neat's underscore. That's my old app. You're joined <laughs> by me, Neat, oh, at F L W N underscore, and I am accompanied by Bay Brianna at Shackard. Julie at underscore J Rosada. Um, Audrey at Olds LDN. Three at Brie Blue. All right, all right, all right. I know some of you have missed us. It's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. We are back in full effect. We're going to try and give you two episodes a week. Don't quote me on that because sometimes we be lazy. But yeah, welcome back to the restart of the season. Um, again, some some of us were a bit, you know, sad that the season was actually restarting when, you know, it's not really safe around the UK at the moment. However, I'm sure we can all agree in this conversation right now that we're all pretty excited that the Premier League has returned. Like, I'm absolutely elated. Audrey, how are you feeling at the Prem's back? Um, I've been waiting for it. It was, I was selfish. I didn't care about the corona. I, I just went to football back. I didn't care. I'm selfish. Sorry. <laughs> the show goes on. The show goes... People are dying. I know, but I still want the football back. Like, the show's going on. We still have to... Look, I mean, people are still dying, but still playing football, no? Wow. Really? What, what do you think about them coming back? I'm excited, but it's still scary because there's still cases popping up, so it's a bit like, uh, hit and miss, but... More so on the excited part because I actually can watch football. Like, I haven't watched football in a while, so. Mm, and obviously, coming off a devastating night that um, you may have had yes, yesterday, Brianna. That, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, trying to reintroduce the Premier League restarting, you know. Um, Brianna, how are you feeling to be watching Arsenal again? Yeah, I'm, I'm not that happy, I'm not going to lie. I was super optimistic. I was like, yeah, I'm hopeful. Like you saw in the intro video, I was like, yeah, I'm hopeful. And then I watched that and I was like, back to reality, same old. Back to reality. I like that, I like that, back to reality. And of course, Bridget and Faye with our transfers and with our luck that's been looming these last three weeks. Faye, I'm gonna come to you first. (laughs) How are you feeling that our boys are back to business? Honestly, um, I didn't want the Premier League to come back, just in case we didn't get top four. So I was just like, let's just cancel the league right now and just end it. But yeah, we'll see how they play. What about you, Brie? How are you feeling that it's back now? You know what, now, I wasn't happy before, but I'm happy now. 
because we've got one now so it's happening no listen i'm happy it's back like before this whole stuff happened yeah i can't like i was falling out of love with football but i felt like this break i needed to appreciate it again so now i'm happy that it's yeah. back i'm so happy it's back i'm not taking it for granted anymore Nah, big fan. I feel like a lot of us take football for granted. And we say this every year, especially when it's like um, the summer and we're not watching football for like six weeks. Like we say every year, we take it for granted. But again, we're happy it's back and it's going to be a rolling basis, I think. I don't think we're going to get a break, are we? No. We're not going to get a summer break. Remember, the Champions sure. League final is on the 23rd of August. that way, please. <laughs> We've missed 100 days of football, please. I need it every day, forever. Just- I need it. That's fair, to be honest. That's fair. But to be fair, the, the players couldn't really get a holiday. So I won't be surprised if there's a little bit of a two-week, three-week break. But again, I'm, I actually want to touch on this just very quickly. Yeah? What do you guys think of the Champions League possibly coming back with the dates that they've put out? I think it's... I think it's fair because even me, I kept thinking, right, like, how are they going to do this? Like, Are, are the teams going to have to like travel to each other's grounds and everything now that it's everything just happening in portugal mm. i think it just makes things easier and even the days like i think the sem- the quarterfinals are from the 12th to the 15th and then the semi-final is the 18th and the 19th and then the final i mean i think they are a bit close together but there's nothing that you can do about it and i think if anything how do you feel about the fact that chelsea will probably no still have to leg. play their second leg after being whooped 3-0 by Bayern Munich, but <laughs> <laughs> other teams might not get the opportunity to play their second leg if they reach the semi-finals. I just want us to be out. Okay, I just want us to be out. Let's focus on securing top four. This whole Champions League where we're gonna go to um we're gonna go face Bayern and they're gonna beat us even more than 3 0 and 5 0. I just just get us out. Just get us out. <laughs> Wait, any other? Yeah. Say that question again. I said, how do you feel that um, Chelsea are probably going to have to play their second leg when other teams are... No, but you guys aren't in the quarterfinals, though. Because remember, you guys haven't finished your round of 16, so that's different. But we're we're still going to have to play our second leg. No, but that's different, though. But but they said that you guys have... Everybody else is still in... um, We're in round of 16... They still mm-hmm. haven't decided if you guys still need to do the second leg because, yeah, so that one's different than they are. No, because Chelsea put out the date. <laughs> for you and to I play said, no. There's a date. Chelsea put out a date. No, I don't. Well, for you to play Bayern already? For Bayern, yeah. Our second leg. But why is that? That's and what I, I'm saying. I think, personally, if the tie is already done, and you can see, like, it's a 3-0 or it's, like, a 2-1. I think the winner from the first leg should just go straight through. No, I don't agree with that still. I only agree with that because my team is losing 3-0 at the moment. <laughs> and that the maybe you're just a loser. The date hasn't been confirmed yet, by the way. I just checked. Wait, was... sorry, sorry. That's what I was saying to Anita. <laughs> it's, it's not confirmed, though. Sorry, back to that loser point. Sorry, Audrey, what was that? Because why are you giving up already? You're going on 3 0, fam. I am not like you, Arsenal people. Well, they still to be in Arsenal fans. When Liverpool were 3 0 down, mm-hmm. they still went to overcome it. Look at the that, team that Liverpool had. That was Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy. Tammy. <laughs> but look at the team that they had against Barcelona. They didn't have everybody there. So that, that is bullshit. That's no, bullshit. What shit? Liverpool's B team is better and more experienced than our current A team. Look at the front three that they had. None of you guys would have thought that they would have beat Barca. I will take that front three over my front three right now. Okay. I, without a doubt, I will take them. My front three is William, Pedro and Tammy. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I honestly don't see us coming back. I wish I did. That like, Bree, do you see us coming back from that? No. I don't even want us to play it. Like, I was even hoping... That's why I was hoping the Champions League was going to get cancelled so we wouldn't have to play them at all. I don't want to see that. There's no point. Audrey, you look a bit shocked about Bree wanting the Champions League to be cancelled. What, what, what behaviour is that? 
<laughs> this was before when it just like when everything just kicked off. I can't lie. I was like, I'd rather it doesn't come back. Nah, I need it to win. Neymar's got a trophy to win. Oh yeah, babes. True. And Brie, if the Europa League comes back, actually, oh sorry, I forgot. You guys aren't in that anymore. So you did not forget. <laughs> no, I genuinely actually forgot. Before I answer the question, I remember, but then I thought we might as well answer, ask the question anyway. Um, yeah, so moving on, moving on. The Premier League is officially back, and we had a very anticipated match yesterday. Manchester City versus Arsenal FC. Now, I just wanted to know, Brianna... When you did your prediction video, for those of you that don't know about the prediction videos, we made some video. We made a video on Gold Diggers UK on our Instagram and on our Twitter. I'll prefer you guys to go on our Instagram so you can really see the hope that Audrey, Julie, and Brianna had against Manchester City. Um, so yeah, going to you, Brianna. What were you thinking when you predicted that your club would beat Manchester City? Be fair, I did say two two. But I just wanted to be optimistic. Like, I thought, you know what? Everyone might be a bit rusty, so we might have a fighting chance. Not of, like, winning. And then also, like, low-key, deep, deep down, I knew we were probably going to lose anyway. But I just didn't want to sound like a loser. So I said, like, yeah, let's go for a draw. Um, Nah, that was misguided optimism. We were terrible. We were really bad. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that. And speaking of misguided optimism, Julie, you did come out in the video and say you are feeling optimistic. So I would like to know, was your optimism misguided as well? Yeah, like, obviously, I'm with, I'm with Brianna. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I generally thought, like, I ain't seen nothing from City. No trading, no nothing. I'm thinking, right, wow, like, you know, maybe, maybe something will be different. And... <coughs> um, same old. So, okay. Yeah. And now going going to the main culprit that said, you know, <laughs> why can't we beat City? Why I can't know. we? Why not? Why not? Yeah. And, I, mean, <laughs> I just want to know: was your optimism also misguided, or did you genuinely, you know, believe? No, I'm not shameless. That's one thing about me. I'm not shameless. I don't care. It was not misguided up until that clown. Nobody can't sit there and say that they weren't shot that we wasn't we wasn't losing more before that. So I thought everything was going all right. Mm. Not gonna sit there and be like, oh, we could have, you know, we would have beat City 3 0 or something. Even a one nil, I would have been calm, shameless, and even went happy about my day, relaxed. So mm. I did think that we had a chance because we have seen teams this season stop City. Like it's not impossible. And they haven't even been great this season. I feel like they've been heavily reliant on De Bruyne anyway. So why not? Mm-hmm. But it is what it is, basically. It is what it is. But yeah, going straight into the match, Judy, can you give us a little outtake on what happened during that match? Um, David Luiz is a dickhead because people are saying don't put one person, but I'm so sorry. Before that, we were at, like Audrey said, we were playing okay. Like we wasn't bad. I mean, there was some a bit rusty things going on at, at the back line, but genuinely until he came on like i just don't understand how you can lose your head like you he literally lost his head i don't know if he got too excited he just had the thrill of getting a red card had the thrill of giving him a pen i don't know what it was but he just he didn't change this quarantine did not help him like i just genuinely think he just didn't change and he thought okay cool i'm gonna do what i want i mean he admitted it as well like it's his fault it's not the team's fault but um again arteta said he had a game plan which I don't know what the game plan was because the team he put out, I was so confused. But mm. the, the game, there was a game plan until who got injured. Someone got injured. Can't remember who. Karen Pablo. Yeah, he got injured and um, Shaka. So he said that apparently there was a game plan. I don't know the game plan, but for me, I genuinely don't know how that was going to pan out. So me saying 2 1 was even because, yeah, I genuinely, in my head, I thought, okay, cool. The team will be okay. But then when I saw the lineup, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah Can I ask? What kind of lineup were you actually expecting? The people that we claim as our best players to start. Like, you don't bench Pepe. You mm-hmm. don't bench Ozil. You don't bench 
you don't put a Bomeyang where he doesn't play. Like, given the Ketty of the front line, I was just like, really? Like, against C? Someone that didn't even play full 90 minutes in some of the games before the before lockdown. It just didn't make sense to me. But yeah, I generally I just don't know what went wrong, man. Like I'm just blaming on David Louise. Mm-hmm. But okay. Putting David Louise aside, yeah. And Brie, I'm gonna pass this to you. Putting David Louise aside, like, is there any other reason that you can see on a pitch as to why Arsenal was able to just concede three goals like that? Um, I think the midfield was poor as well. Like, I don't think that there was much structure there. I don't want to say like Shaka's like the saviour or anything, but when he came off, you could see a difference. Um, and I feel like it was a big issue that... I don't know, there was just a lack of like overall cohesion in the team. It was like, obviously we know they haven't played for like three months, but it was like they literally haven't even... It seemed like they hadn't even like trained together. Like, I, I don't, I'm not sure what happened. I don't understand why everything fell apart like that. Mm-hmm. From what I gather, apparently, apparently, um, the team had literally gotten off the plane like three hours before the match. That's mad as well. I had to like- take a different route, but I don't know what that had to do with anything. I don't know. I just saw somewhere that it was a different route to what they would have taken. I don't know if that was because of lockdown or I don't, I don't know but I saw somewhere that I think they would have probably taken the train or something yeah I don't I don't even know how they got there so I don't know but yeah delays and stuff like that I don't know well apparently they took a plane normal route is to take a train I'm guessing I don't I don't know I don't know but yeah Audrey going to you yeah for Arteta now with the way that he set out his team is Arteta to be the sole blame? Apart from Louise, putting Louise aside, is Arteta to blame for this big of an L? I'm going to say, do you know what? I can't even say yes or no, because I feel like this result is similar to... Remember when we played Liverpool and... What's it called? Um, Emery put out the team and all of us were a bit like, oh... But it was working mm. until we conceded. I feel like this is the same thing with what happened yesterday. Like, we all had our doubts. Like, even me, when I saw that Pepe was benched for Saka, right wing, I was like, okay, you're even pushing out Oba on the left, putting up Enketia instead of Martinelli, who, mm-hmm. when Oba was you know on his ban, actually did do good for us. I already had my doubts. At the back as well, I was like, okay, cool. I think if... If we hadn't have lost, I don't think anybody would be complaining. But I do have my doubts. I feel like he put out quite a young squad. And especially when you're going against City, I feel like that was a quite of a big risk that he should he shouldn't have taken. Mm-hmm. Even because even like the way he made the Ozil situation, because I, I even said, you know what, I'm gonna wait to see what it's gonna say. Like, why didn't Ozil play? And he was like, Ozil didn't play for tactical reasons. Yeah, I, that. I think that's a shit excuse. Like Ozil should have been playing. Like, he should have been playing. Like, you saw in the midfield, the amount of times, yeah, when Aubameyang had so much space and he wasn't getting no balls to him, that, in, like you said, like Brie was saying, in the midfield, Jay, there was, like, nobody could see any of the clear-cut passes that could have been made to Aubameyang. Like, I think Tierney even had a, a chance where he could have passed it to Aubameyang, but instead, I think he tried to cross it to um, Saka, and I think Mendy got there before, was it Mendy or Laporte got there before him? And it's like, all these things, it's like, they can lead up to our goals. You guys are not reading, like, you're not, the vision's not there. Ozil's someone that you know, like, he's going to see all these, like, missing places. No one's reading it. So that thing there, like, I mean, like regardless, you, we can't afford to have our most expensive player, not even on the bench, not travelling. Like, that's, that's bullshit. It's crap. Like, even Pepe, mm-hmm. not starting Pepe, like, it's ridiculous. I mean, touching on Ozil, yeah. Okay, was Ozil the missing piece or was it Xhaka? I think both. Both, I'd say both. I can't mm. say one or the other because if even if Ozil wasn't there, if Xhaka had carried out the full game, I think he could have at least substituted what Ozil normally does because Xhaka does do that. So, like mm. I said, maybe his plan did. Maybe his plan would have worked out, but it you know it does go against you when you have two injuries in twenty minutes. That that, that just changes the whole. The whole game. 
Okay, I'm, I'm going to stir the pot here a little bit. Um, Faye, from the outside looking in, yeah? You mm-hmm. watched the match yesterday, yeah? Yeah. From the outside looking in, what did you think was the main problem with Arsenal? It was um, City. City will do the same thing of like over the top balls, and that's it. Over the top balls, David Luiz is looking here and looking there, and that's it. They can't. They haven't worked out how to defend against that. Um, also, not enough creativity, like everyone said already. Mm-hmm. That was their main issue. Like I saw, um, like a clip of Aubameyang showing his frustration. Not mm-hmm. getting any of the balls. Um, I don't want to say it's um, like a loser mentality of like maybe they were scared that like they were facing City and once they, the first goal went in, that was it. But that could be it as well. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. From the outside looking in, I definitely agree with the creativity. Like on Arsenal side, it was hella boring. But do you know what I didn't understand is why a lot of people were literally telling me. Aubameyang was the main problem. So that on Twitter, if you go on Twitter, yeah, a lot of people were saying Aubameyang didn't do shit, Aubameyang didn't do this, Aubameyang went missing, blah, 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 blah. It's hard but, for him to do that when he's getting no service, though. No, but I didn't see him at all. I think, yeah, in general, I hate when a, a team loses and they blame it on the striker. What is he supposed to do? How are you meant? What are you meant to be the defender, the midfielder, and the striker? It, it makes no sense. Like you can't say somebody went missing, or you you have seventy two mil on the pitch and you can't do nothing. How can this? How can players do that if they're not getting the passes that they need? It's literally eighty. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense. So I saw yeah. I, mean, I saw that as well, but I don't know how anyone can blame him and say that. Not gonna lie, some world class players they make a goal out of nothing. You guys had corners and all this type of stuff, you know? You can make goals out of nothing, sometimes. Audrey, what do you think about that? Your face is looking like, what do you mean? No, she's saying the right thing, but at the same time, okay, he, uh, he wasn't perfect, 100%. I'm not going to give him a yeah. he was perfect, but yeah, if you're not getting the balls, that like, what can you really do? Because there was a few, there was like, Three, two misses that he did and everyone was just like whoa like that could have been a goal but mm-hmm. again if he's trying to do that on his own and then now he's not getting what he want, gets from the players like, yeah, it's going to be hard like you can't keep blaming one person for when we lose every single time because that's all the time as well so I don't know but yeah okay but okay I don't want to pass no blame yeah but what's his name? Inketio or Nkato? What's his no, name? No, what? I was I was even gonna come on to that. Anyways, I don't I don't slander my use because I I treat them like my my babies. But what I will say yeah is that some of the fin some of the balls that he had he should have been finishing them. Like the first one that he had when the game started, that one I think that one he was offside. So I'll give him I'll give him, I'll give him that one. And I think a couple of them like some of the touches that he was that he was doing. I was oh my god. Like, these are the balls that you should be burying, but you're not doing none of that. So it's like, even... Oh, I don't know. I just don't think he should have played yesterday. Like, he didn't play bad yesterday because even defensively, like, he was trying his best. But I think yesterday, I think Martinelli would have been the safer option. Yeah. So a positive from that would be his positioning. Yeah. To get into those positions. Because on the counter, like, he was getting in the right places at the right time, but he's just unlucky, I suppose. Okay, yeah, 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 that's fine. That's fair. Um, Brianna, do you take the same chance? Yeah, like, mostly. And I feel like it would be unfair to sort of pile onto him so early because, like, literally the season's just started as well. Mm-hmm. I feel as if it was... It's a bit difficult because it was, like, the first game back and I don't think that would have been the game for him to start. Like, as yeah. just, like, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a bit... It's a bit tough to point fingers, especially like at the attackers for what went wrong yesterday when it was mostly like a defensive mistakes situation rather than like, like we didn't score, yes, but that wasn't the main issue, I don't think. So it would mm-hmm. be unfair to point fingers at in case mm-hmm. of Coming on to the first goal, Brie, how happy are you that we let Louise go? How many times have we I'm seen Louise so do dumb happy. shit like that? 
I'm so happy. And you know what? Yeah, I'm, you know, you guys can keep him because he was legit done. He was done. Like, seeing stuff like that, yeah, it's just like the amount of times I've seen that Chelsea, I'm so over it. But yeah, he's not our problem anymore, so. <laughs> and I mean, it's not, but it's so sad, yeah, because, like, Faye, we saw Louise at Champions League finals. Like, we saw Louise yeah. play. Can I say something? Can I say something? I can't lie, Louise before PSG, yeah, he was good. And then remember he He was he was still reckless though. He was still he was was reckless, but he wasn't as bad as he is now. Like before he went to PSG, he was still about doing his thing. I remember he was playing um defence and like defensive midfield as well. I don't know if you remember that. Like, yeah. it wasn't actually a steady position for him. So I think when he went to... Wasn't it PSG I went to? Yeah. That's where it kind of changed. I don't know, but it hasn't been the same since before he even left to go there. I'm not gonna lie. When he went to Arsenal, I was sad. <laughs> I was sad. Why? I, I, I love Louise. I love him. I love him. And I just thought, like, we have Rudiger and all these young players. You know, maybe we need some experience, some crazy... I don't know, I was, I was sad, man. But I'm happy that he's gone. No. I am with you on that. Like, when Louise went, I was close to tears. Like, I was saying, ask the fans, I hope you're happy. Blah, 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 blah. Like, literally, all the mistakes left my head. Like, when you look at Louise, he is such a leader. Like, he's actually yeah. a leader. Like, I feel like if he wasn't a football player, he would literally be like a, a social worker or like yeah. a, a youth worker, you know? Like, he's, don't laugh, <laughs> but he is such a leader and he just brings positive vibes. Like, even after the match, yeah, Julie, you touched on this already. Mm. Even after the match, he came out and he put his hands up. He was like, yeah, put my hands up. I'm sorry. It was my fault. You but know? he had to. It was his fault. That's the bare minimum. Some some defenders won't, won't even go out there and give, give time to the the whole team. Regardless, please, he's not getting no brownie points from me. Oh, I put... Go away. Um, so him apologizing, coming out apologizing, being a man about it. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean it doesn't mean nothing. Do you know why it doesn't mean nothing? Because this is not the first time he's done this. You know he done you know how many times he's got a red fam, he done this against Liverpool. I'm sure it doesn't get Liverpool. He's got a red card against um Chelsea as well, against now City now. That's that just shows that you're irrational. There's no composure. As a as a centre back where that position, yeah, you need to be making the least errors. It's a, a, it's something that happens constantly. We don't need that. And that alone for me, if I'm the club, the contract ends yesterday. Finished. Thank you for your services. Go. I think the best decision that we made was, I think I heard the contract was even a year because it needs to go. It needs to end. People talking about how oh, he needs to stay. What has he done to the club? I want to know. What's he done? Can't done nothing. I mean, he he's bringing the youth up, like you know. No, he's not doing nothing. Like, we don't need him kind of players like that, man. It's it's embar- It's actually embarrassing. It's embarrassing. My oh. boy is going outside, but he came out and then he said, "It's no one's fault. It's not the team's fault. It's solely his fault." And okay, Brianna, do you at least have a little bit of pity on him? A tiny bit, a smidgen. Uh Right, it's his job to defend. Like he's not doing his job properly, and it seems to always be in big games. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like be extra horrible to him, but like at the same time, I just feel like I don't know. I'm just disappointed, but not surprised. I'm just super tired with all of it. I I don't think he should get props for holding his hands up because again, mm-hmm. like as Audrey said, that is bare minimum. Like. We all saw that like, if he didn't come out and say it was his own fault, like it doesn't change the fact that it's, it was his fault. So <laughs> it was his fault. <laughs> and he also mentioned that he should have made his decision two weeks ago or something like two months ago or something like that. Something about I think it's to do with his contract, isn't yeah, it? Contract. Yeah. Well, I'm happy he didn't because I'm dead. Yeah, that that was a terrible farewell. All the best to him for the rest of his career. Doodles. <laughs> he's, like, he's, just, he's just not trustworthy. You can't trust him. Yeah. Like, this is, this mm. is why he didn't start the game because he'd done the same thing 
when we lost against mm. Brentford, he tried to flick the ball over someone's head and they went and scored. <laughs> he tried to do the ball with what happened to your five. Sterling's now got the ball and he scored. With Mares, you've now come and entered in the box. Are we seeing a pattern? It's repetitive. It's boring. It's time to go. It's time to go. I'm so that I like that. No, like legit, I'm with you on that to be honest. I, I I personally I don't really care. But for Arsenal fans, I'm really with you on that. Um yeah, but apparently he had a he had a fight with Arteta anyway, so it looks like he's out the door. It's no one's business. No one really cares. But cool. Moving on. Um, so we saw like City picked up a lot of momentum throughout the match. So like it started off really sluggish. And then it just the pace just picked up. It picked up right up right up until when Foden came on and then he scored as well. Like they just look like they are literally coming back to match fitness before everyone else. Like I watched the Sheffield um United Aston Villa match. It was it was also sluggish. And it just looked like the Arsenal players, they were just not as fit as City was. Now we say that we don't see them training, we haven't seen no videos, blah blah blah. But we can literally see that City is you know, back on top with their fitness. Do you think this could be the foreshadowing for the other clubs in the Premier League at the moment? Or do we think they're all going to come out sluggish like Arsenal and Sheffield United and Aston Villa were? What, what are we thinking? Um, I think that City being fit already is already an advantage towards the other clubs that aren't because they find the rhythm quite quickly. Whereas you see what he said about Sheffield United, Aston Villa, that's the same thing I saw. I felt like it was quite sluggy. So I think it might, it, for them, it might take a while for them to actually get back into routine and be fit again. So I feel like it's going to vary. And whatever team is fit, it's just going to have advantage, so on and so forth, in my opinion. What teams are we actually expecting to be fit, though? Like, what teams can we actually say, like, I expect you to come back guns blazing? Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh, everyone's <laughs> unanimous decision there. No one else, just Liverpool. Yep. Um, bearing in mind, Liverpool only have like two matches to win the league. So are they really that pressed? I think United as well. I oh, saw yeah. those pictures. They look fit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking United just because they ended, they ended the season on a high, right? Like they yeah. were actually doing good and everyone should be back from injury or whatever. Um, Pogba's yeah, back. Everyone's fit, basically. Yeah. yeah Pogba, Rashford. They should, they should be on, on their ball. Like, they should be ready. But I did see a newspaper article where it said that apparently Ole is going to bench Pogba, but I don't know if this is, like, a tactical thing that he's doing with Mourinho doing mind games. I need to find an article where he said that. But um, apparently um, Pogba and Bruno would, won't be starting together or something like that. That's what I saw. Oh, I saw that? Yeah. So he's planning to bench Pogba's, but I don't know if it's true, in it. But if he does that, then I don't know. You know, I don't. Even... What did you say, Brianna? No, I I don't see why he would. Like, it seems like a strange thing for him to do. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but because thinking about it, like he, if it goes wrong, you can put it down to like not having match fitness and like everybody sort of being off, and you just write it off. And then if it goes right then it's great and you kind of got a good opportunity to test it out. So I, it seems a bit strange mm-hmm. to them. Because the Spurs game for them is a must-win game. Yep. It's a must-win game. Because if Chelsea loses to City, which they, you know, they can. <laughs> they will. <laughs> you know, they're, they're in the top four. <laughs> Chelsea can lose to City. It depends. It depends on um, who do we have. We have Aston Villa next. It depends what team comes out, everything. Maybe Tammy's going to be starting with Mount. We just need to see his type of no. team. Are you hearing no. your toxins? No. What are you talking <laughs> about? going to start with Mount, please. What are you talking about? When is that? No, no. This is what Lampard's on. Excuse please. me. I, I don't even want to like dwell on Bruno and Pogba too tough yet. So I just want a yes or no question, a yes or no answer. Do you think Bruno and Pogba can play together? Yes. Yeah, I don't see why not. Really? Oh. Yeah, I think so. Wait. Oh, yeah, sorry, the two. Brianna? Yeah, yeah, I think they can. Bridget? 
I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Audrey? I know. Okay, I'm, I'm going to leave on a cliffhanger there. Because <laughs> I, I don't think they can, but... Why? Yeah. I said cliffhanger, guys. Cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Find out next time on Gold Diggers UK. Make sure you tune in on Monday. Anyway. <laughs> All right, cool. So, football's back when VAR... And goal line technology are making fucked up decisions. Now, did you guys all watch the Sheffield United Aston Villa match? Yep. Yeah. My God. Now, goal or no goal? Oh, <laughs> it's a goal, man. <laughs> you can't even argue with that. Like, what the hell was that? Was it like he literally grabbed it and in, walked in the, the net? Literally. Grabbed it in the net. Okay, okay. So, even though they've come out and they've said goal line technology was not working, it wasn't on at the time. Mm. You can still go and check, no? VAR, right? Yeah, you can can still go and check, no? It didn't check VAR. My thing is, what was the linesman doing? So I'm not talking about linesmen sleep. They sleep. Well, the, 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 same, the same way these lot have time to check if someone's elbow or foot wasn't there, you still have time to check. And on top of that, didn't he say that it wasn't, it wasn't on or something? Really it was on, but apparently, like, the Hawkeye people said the camera was in such a position that the goalpost and the goalkeeper blocked the camera that lets them see whether the ball's gone over the line. What? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what? Yeah, call me dumb. Yeah, but when this whole goal line technology came out, yeah, I really thought that there was something in the ball and something on the, you know, the line to like, you know, that Bluetooth connection and the <laughs> what. Now I, my theory has been debunked. <laughs> I thought that's what they meant by technology. Huh? I thought that that is what they meant by technology, that there's some kind of tech there. That yeah, that. I thought the Bluetooth connection, telling okay. telling the watch that, yeah, the goal's got the ball's gone. Right. Julie, don't look at me like that, man. <laughs> You're scary. <laughs> I genuinely thought, like, technology really evolved. I didn't know they had to look at cameras before the, the watch. So why did the watch go so quickly? Like, what makes it go off so quick? That's VAR, oh, yeah. no. That's when they brought in the VAR thing. I think, I don't know. Like, VAR, again, it wasn't news. Like, how can we actually trust all of these technologies, yeah? Like, you look back at all the um, decisions that didn't go your way, and then you're thinking, was it even working? Like, was it even working then? Like, how credible is this technology? I feel like on most weeks, we talk about VAR just messing up. This one could have cost Sheffield United a top four spot. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they would have got top four to begin with, to be honest, but how detrimental was that decision for them? No, but they're really close. So that that basically is, like, that could have been the game, the decider, mm-hmm. because what, it's like three points separating everybody. So yeah. how can you now, like, that? sorry, that's just horrible. Like, it's okay. jarring as well, because this was even their game in hand. So that's three yeah. points. Yeah, it's jarring still. But imagine if it went to Aston Villa, that's relegation. So... Mm. It's, it's it's just dumb. Was VR even working that whole game? Like, that's what I want to know. I think after half time when they turned it on and stuff. <laughs> wow. So. Because there were a lot of this, there were a lot of VAR calls. Yeah, that I was even looking at that TV. Like, did did no one catch that? Like, well, what yeah. happened there? But yeah, my take is that it wasn't it wasn't put on. If you're not going to use technology correctly, don't use it at all, man. There was no mm. point putting it on at half time. But okay, just to end off on the matches from yesterday. <sighs> Bree, do you think Arsenal oh sorry, Bridget, do you think Arsenal will make top six this season? I need to look at the fixtures again. Who have you guys got? Do you remember? Hold on, I'm checking. I'm looking at the table because we've got we've got Brighton on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then Southampton, then Norwich, then Wolves, Leicester, Tottenham, 
Liverpool, Villa, mm. Watford, yeah. Liverpool, I Liverpool, I know points are definitely going to get lost there. Tottenham, Please, they drew us at home. Don't get excited at the Emirates. Please. <laughs> okay. Oh, I prefer not to speak. We'll see, but I think they're going to drop points against Liverpool. Even if it's a draw, you've still dropped two points. Um, Tottenham, if Arteta gets his tactics right, then is it, is it at home or away? Away. I don't know. Maybe a draw. But it depends, again. But going back to your question, finishing top six, um... No. Okay. Ready? Yeah, I don't think Arsenal could get top six. I think it's too late. Cool. Yeah. Audrey? I don't know, you know. I can't lie. I feel like this game's proper shook me. Mm. Like, we should, but I won't be surprised if we don't. Okay, fair. Brianna? Um... I'm gonna have some more optimism and say yeah, because I, I don't think the points gap is that wide yet. Mm-hmm. I think between us and United, it's five points. And like between us and Sheffield United, it's four. So mm. it's still all to play for. Yeah, and you never know, the other teams might drop points. Mm-hmm. Julie, what about you? Um, I'm 50 50. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because Again, I'm just looking at the table and it's just like if we keep carry on if we carry on dropping points, we're basically we could go down to like fourteenth. Because Ooh, we didn't teams, like, they're on like thirty nine, thirty seven, do you get what I mean? So it's like and we're on forty points. So it's it's like we could be dropping instead of going up. So I don't know, I'm fifty fifty because then we're so close to the top six, but we're so close to relegation as well. Not relegation, but down the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. 50-50. I just, we just have to see the teams, what the teams around us do, because we could be all talk for Arsenal, but you never know what other teams are doing as well, because everyone's winning, then mm-hmm. we're going to make top six. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Well, on a more serious note, um, we all have, I don't think we've actually spoken about this in depth, but, you know, um, the whole situation regarding Black Lives Matter and... The, the stance that the FA are taking with Black Lives Matter at the moment. Um, we saw yesterday all the players had Black Lives Matter on the back of their shirts. Um, the players also agreed to add a gesture for themselves. And I think they kneeled for 40 seconds? Or was that just Aston Villa and Sheffield? No, no sitting everyone. Well. So they kneeled 40 seconds, which was absolutely amazing in my eyes. But how far do you think the Premier League needs to go, not just the Premier League, but the FA and UEFA needs to go in order to let us believe that they believe that black lives do really matter? Um, Julie, I'm going to start with you. Um, I don't think they should put a time frame on it because you know how I think you said the Black Lives Matter shirt, is it off of tw- is it 10 days or something or whatever? 12. I think, 12 okay. Like people say, like relating it back to like real life, it's not just a hashtag, it's not just a slogan. Like, I think people, act, it needs to go on. We need to see it for lo- a longer period because same with the whole stop racism thing. That only pops up when someone's like racist to Raheem Sterling yeah. and then get it back on your adverse. And, you know, like it needs to be a thing where we're seeing it daily, every match, promoting it, mm. talking about it, not just uh, having it at a time period. And then when it's died down, then you decide to just, okay, we're going back to normal now, like it's our lives we're talking about so you know i just generally i just i don't i want to buy it but at the same time i'm just like oh we've seen all this before so yeah and brianna for you it is it something that is it is it more of a a statement for you know other leagues out there that we are taking this seriously and because if you look at the german league right and they've started a long time ago. You look at La Liga. Are they taking the same steps that we are taking towards Black Lives Matter? Or is it just the fact that we have more black players in our league? Like, are you buying this whole whole stance? Or is it just a statement? Yeah, I feel like the gestures are good. They're a good statement of intent in the sense that they show that the league is 
behind the sentiment of anti-racism. But I do feel like there comes a point when it all seems a bit like they're doing it so that everybody knows that they don't mean to uphold racism. But like when it comes down to the real issues, which is like, you know, encouraging players to walk off if they're racially abused, like the FA and making sure racism is actually stamped out in the game, like in stadiums and stuff, that's more important than like having Black Lives Matter on the shirts, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, but I do feel as if those things they're secondary to the actual action that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with you on that. Um, Audrey, I saw you shaking your head and, and nodding your head um, in regards to players walking off. Like, are we going to back our players when they're walking off? Do you think that when it comes to a racist um, incident, obviously when the fans are back and stuff, that managers should be backing their players into walking off and players themselves should, you know, find the courage to walk off the pitch if they are being racially abused. Yeah, because look how many incidents that happened this year and the FA don't do nothing about it, do they? Mm. We've seen it happen. So that's like, I'm like, I'm happy that they're doing it, but for me, it's like they're just doing it just for the sake to say, yeah, we've done our bit, blah, blah, blah. But when it actually does happen in the games, how are they actually addressing it? That's my issue. Because we've seen it numerous times, then they don't really do much about it. Like you will see like more heavier fans than on other incidents, but then when it's racism, they're not really taking they're not really taking it as serious. Like even managers like you need to really back your players. Mm-hmm. Mm. And okay. Sorry guys, this is so touchy. Um, Faye, going on to you, with players that have received racist abuse, so I'm going to touch on the England, England-Bulgaria match, yeah? You guys remember that with the three-step protocol and all of that stuff? If we, int- I think it's already been introduced in the um, Premier League, I think it happened with Rudiger, but is the three-step protocol enough? Like, is it as effective as players just walking off straight away? In short words, the three-step yeah. protocol being introduced into the Premier League, is that enough or should play, or is it as effective as players just walking off straight away? Should we allow the, pre, uh, the three-step protocol? It's not enough. Because why must I be playing for your club or country and I'm being allowed and I'm getting abused three times? Why? Why can't you just... Mm-hmm. First time I've been abused, that's it. Three steps. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a human being. I think people forget that. Footballers are human, you know? Facts. And I, I feel like with this, with the Black Lives Matter thing as well, I think it's like, yes, it's nice, but it's just to, oh, look at us, you know, in England, we have no racism. Like, really and truly, if they really wanted to do something, they would um, they would hire b- more black managers. Like, they would... Um, they When um, pundits and all these newspapers are attacking players like Pogba, you would do something about it. They don't do anything. It's just I think it's an empty gesture. And lastly, Bree, because everyone always talks about doing more for the for the black players in the Premier League and the FA doing more for Black Lives Matter. What do you think the FA should do instead of a three step protocol, instead of wearing Black Lives Matter on our T shirts, what are active steps into eradicating racism from football? Um I think the first step is for the FA to give players the option to walk off the pitch if they feel like they've been discriminated without being fined for it. Because at the end of the day, as Faye said, they're all human beings. If you feel like you've been discriminated in any sort of way, that is your right. You don't have to work anymore. Go take time off. Because when this stuff happens at work, what's the first thing they make you do? Go home. So why can't football players do the same thing? Um, I feel like once they implement something like that, we're taking a step towards the right direction. But I wouldn't necessarily say that this eradicates it, but this goes on to show that from when the FA are already making these radical decisions, people actually have to learn to change and not do that. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, um, on a more light-hearted note... <laughs> We got Team Moana, baby! <laughs> okay, sorry. <clears throat> yeah, on a more lighthearted note, so we found out today that Chelsea have indeed signed 
the player that Liverpool wanted, the player that Barcelona were looking at, Real Madrid were looking at, Arsenal got a peek in, Man United got a peek in, but Chelsea managed to sign Timo Werner. Faye, tell us how you're feeling today. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, wow. No more William. No more Pedro. <laughs> No more mediocre players. Thank the Lord. I'm happy. And, and Bridget, what are your feelings towards this big W for us? I'm Pun happy. Intended. I haven't been this happy in a long time. Like, I'm actually looking forward to watching my team because I'm not going to see William, all of them anymore. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It's made my day. I've been waiting because, you know, his release clause expired the other day. So from mm-hmm. when Chelsea made the offer, they were just waiting for the release clause to expire and then make the offer. So I was just like, it's happening this week. I was expecting it. So it was no surprise when I saw it. So, yeah. Now, um, Julie, on a scale of one to ten, how jealous are you that Chelsea managed to sign this star boy? Oh, sorry, you're content with your Pepe. I understand. Um, um, Brianna, oh. I never, I was never, my eyes were never on the playoffs. So, why would I feel jealousy? If I was like, oh my gosh, we should have, we could have had him. Yeah, cool. But even when you said we took a peek, I don't know what you're talking about because <laughs> everybody took a peek. Yeah, everybody took a peek. You everybody. work for them to know that. Huh? You work for them to know that. They texted me. That's nice. Anyway, everybody, do you know what? I'm not even going to go to the bitter three. So, um, Faye. It's not really bitter if we don't lack, if we don't need that department, though. We've got bigger issues to worry about, like our defenders. So, please, you can keep Timmy Timmy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, on a non lack of serious note, though, where do you think Timo Werner is going to be best suited to play? He'll probably be playing left wing. Mm-hmm. I personally want him up top and I want to turn it out of there. So, if that's what Lampard wants to do, I'm all for it. So, you'd rather have Timo Werner up front? Mm-hmm. What would you do with Tammy? Bench him? Bench him. Bench him, so you wouldn't sell him, you'll just bench him. He's a good, um, he could be a cup player. Yeah. Be a cup player. Why don't you rate Tammy? What, what's wrong with you? I, just, I don't. No, I don't. I don't like him. Why? I don't like Wait. him as a player. He's not good. I've, I've, look, look at all the top six strikers. Look at all of them and then look at Tammy. Is, is that fair? You want to be... You want to be um, competing for the Champions League, for the Premier League, and you think Tammy's going to take us there? He's not. I don't. I don't really see much of a difference between okay, apart from Aguero, Salah, Mane. I, I, I'm not like even Arsenal. Okay, apart from Aubameyang, apart from them four, like he's a but top. Like, I'll, I'll even say Martinelli's better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bridget. Um, I can't believe you just said that. Even even United. Even United. What, Greenwood? No, I'll say like... Even, what's his name? Igala. I'll say him. Better than... Better than... um, Anyone's better than Tammy. Anyone. I was taking the piss. Anyone. Would you have Rondon? Okay, maybe not one. I I don't think you're giving Tammy enough flowers. Like, considering the big job that he's been asked to do for us, he's done exceptionally well. And, of course, it's time to say goodbye and it's time to find his seat on the bench. I agree with you there. But to say that, you know, he's a nothing player, like, come on. I wouldn't say he's done exceptionally well. I wouldn't say that. I'll say okay. it was good for him to score, like, I think he scored, like, 13 goals. Mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah, that's, you know, congratulations. But that's how Marata started out as well at Chelsea. Yeah, but... And then look at him. No, I think with Tammy, yeah, what you're forgetting, for is that this is his first season in Premier League. I feel like you're a bit too he... harsh on Swansea. him. Swansea? Yeah, but he wasn't, the, he wasn't the main player, though. Okay, and everyone's going to want to forget that. 
like come he's come to Chelsea yeah, he has big boots to fill in like cut him some slack man <laughs> be in those boots anyway yeah but we didn't have a choice did we like we had the transfer ban so we had Mitchie we had Juru Mitchie Yes, Mitchy. I would have had Mitchy. Oh yes, God, you're taking a piss. Mitchy is better than Tammy. You're taking a piss. Are you taking a piss? I can't even. Nope. <laughs> Mitchy is back better Ray. than Tammy. Yes. Did you watch the same season or? He didn't play. And when he did play, how was he of playing? Course, of course, he's gonna be rusty. You're not playing. You're gonna try anything to, to score and to impress your manager. Okay, what happened, like, on the season? what happened on the season when we loaned him? Romando. Fair enough. Exactly. Because all these managers don't trust him, but I'll because take him over Tammy any day. Do you know what? I'm not even going to turn this into a Chelsea debate because we'll be here for hours. All I came to do was a host, mate. That's all I came to do. I'm not going to do that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Personally, for me, I think Timo Werner as a number 10 playing behind Tammy beautiful i would have that i wouldn't have it any other way i don't really but mm, i don't see him playing left wing it's either up front or number 10 and him dropping behind tammy i wouldn't even mind him dropping behind Giroud would even be better because Giroud can't run for shit Werner will do all the running for him mm. but what i'm what i'm most excited about is his versatility so if we do lack on the left we can put Werner on the left and someone else in the middle. If we lack up front, we can put Werner yeah. up front, someone else on the left. Do you get what I'm saying? He can even play right wing as well. Yeah. He plays number 10, right wing, left wing and up front. And those are all the places where we are lacking. Yeah. Now, with Ziyech coming in, no one's really sure where he's going to play either. Faye, do you, ha- do you have an insight on that? Maybe number 10. So you, you think Ziyech will be better suited as a number 10? I heard, maybe this is rumours, we could mm-hmm. be getting, um, how do you say his name, Havertz. We could be getting him. No, he's been, he's been like liking tweets about announce, announce Havertz and all that. I saw that, but I don't oh think we are. <laughs> but he's been liking Chelsea pictures and stuff. You never know. Have you been searching his likes or something? I've <laughs> <laughs> been seeing a few things. I've been seeing a few things. I did see You never know. Okay. It's either, either him or that Algerian dom. Uh, uh, the Brentford guy. Yeah. What's the big hype with him, please? Apparently he's the next Hazard. Who? That Brentford <laughs> guy. Apparently he's the next Hazard. So... That's what I'd say, bitch. Him? Him? <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know him from anywhere, please. <laughs> no, I heard that he's good. Ben Rama. Really mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a good player, he's all right. The next Hazard. He's a good player. To be called the next Hazard. Hmm? To be called the next Hazard. Can be, why not? Is Hazard the only one? (laughs) Yeah, there's only one Hazard, mate. Oh, we ain't started this debate today. No, not today. It's not even a debate, though. There's only one Hazard, like... Ready to just jump. That's like a player coming in, yeah. Someone saying he's going to be the next Ronaldo, like... But everyone knows there isn't, though, because there's only one of him and Messi. So well, that's, that's the same for Hazard. It's the same thing. Nah, it's not. That's like someone coming in, the next Neymar. But everyone knows there know. isn't a Neymar, because Hazard's tried. I think there's another Neymar. There could be. just needs to go to Did Brazil you in the mountains in the favelas. <laughs> what do you say? I said there has been a Neymar because Hazard has tried, and he still hasn't really... Lived up to the hype. Hazard never wanted to be Neymar. Hazard never wanted to be Neymar. Neymar's a goal scorer. Hazard's not a goal scorer. Don't try. No, no, no. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. I'm not moving the goalposts. I'm just letting you know that Hazard was never a goal scorer to begin with. Hazard has said it from the jump. He said it when he came Chelsea. He's not a goal scorer. He prefers to assist. And that's what he's been doing. So. No, no, no. So I'm getting a bit hot. You don't know. Mention his name. You need to breathe anymore. You can breathe. <laughs> Let bygones be bygones. Back to the original point before Neymar's girlfriend interrupted. <laughs> <sighs> like, I've already accepted that Neymar is better than Hazard. I've told you this several times, but you still want to say that Hazard tried to be Neymar. He didn't try to be Neymar. And really and truly, if Hazard was 
a goal scorer, he would be better than Neymar. He would be. He's so, better than Bale, so the argument He's better is... than Bale. Facts. Anyway, um, back... I think we've got more goals than Bale this season. He's been he's injured. injured. Even then, he's been injured for the whole time. He's been on and off. And he's... Bale as well. And that girls, Bell still has more, but hey, you didn't hear that from me. I came here to host today. I didn't come here to argue. I didn't come here to debate. I didn't come here to cry because, oh, do you really <laughs> my blood boil? Anyway, yeah, so Timo went to Chelsea. We're all happy, yada, yada, yada. Back to the situation at hand. Tell me Bell's better than Hazard. Give me three reasons why. What's he done? No, no, but what has Hazard done that Bell? <laughs> no, because I just don't understand. Don't get me wrong, yeah. In my opinion, Prime Bale is way better than Hazard. I, Even I, in the Premier League? I, right now? I think it's so unfair. Nah, because the Bale was playing with the likes of Ronaldo and all them, man. Give me one season the peak. where Hazard has had a better season I, than Bale. And don't come talking to me about the last season that Hazard had, you know, because Bell been there, done that. But did I not just say um, Bell's prime is better than Hazard? So why does that not make him... Okay, so what makes Hazard better than Bell then? I want to know. I'm talking about right now. Right now, Hazard's better than Bell, and everyone needs to stop being... Bell doesn't play anymore, babe. So the argument is really not there. Well, Bell's not there, so you can use no, Hazard. Then you're saying that Hazard's better than him now, but even now, yeah. he still hasn't really been the best player on the team. Okay, that's to you, and that's fine. It's a we fact, can, though, babe. No, no, it's to you, and we no, can it's agree a to fact. That. No, 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 we can agree to disagree. It's a fact. We all agree to disagree. Well, anyway, they're on. playing now, so um, I'll so, be the part of that, and I'll be get back to you. Sorry, we're, we're a bit over time, so I don't have time for this conversation. So, um, yeah. Um, predictions this weekend, guys? <clears throat> Tottenham United. Can you? Can you? No. Yeah, so Tottenham United. Faye, what's your prediction? Um, 2 1 United. Brianna? I think 2-0 United. Julie? Um, I think I said 2-1 early. Yeah, 2-1 United. Boards? Um, 2-1. Anita? Um, 2-1 Tottenham. Yeah, cool. Well, me, myself, I think 2-1 as well, and I think I said that in the video. Um, then another game, there are quite a few actually, but let's talk about Everton and Liverpool. Your predictions, Julie? <laughs> it's like on 4 0 Liverpool, yeah. And he's half. Um, anything four, nil, all right? Something nil, <laughs> yeah. something. something, um. I'm going to say a draw, 2-2. Two, two. Brianna? I said 2-1, I think, in the predictions video, but I'm now thinking that it might be a draw, now that I've seen like how rusty some of the teams have been. Mm-hmm. Ords, what do you think? Um, I think either 2-1 to Liverpool or 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, I'm still going for two one because of how fit they look, but let's see. Um well short for time, but I did come across a few questions and one of the questions was what do you guys think of Chelsea transfer so far? And do you think Chelsea could push for the title next season? Anita I don't wanna, you know, jinx it or nothing, but you know, it's nothing new for us to get new signings and then win the league the next season, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm not going to push it and say we're going to win the league because I feel like I, I I feel like Man City and Liverpool still have one more season in them to dominate. But top four, 
without a doubt yeah. for me. Mm. Um, I don't see us winning. We still have Kepa. We still have, at the moment, Alonso. Our defence is a bit shaky. Maybe if we address those areas and we have, like, one season for them to gel and stuff next season. But, yeah, yeah. maybe for us. Arsenal girls, do you, what are your opinions on that question? Um... Yeah, like Anita said, I still think um, Liverpool and City have like a battle going on. So that the gap from City to Liverpool is kind of big to where everyone else is. So catching up could probably take a season or two. So yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think in the next season or two that they'll probably win the league. Yeah. Okay, well, we're short for time. I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you for tuning in to Gold Diggers Podcast. Our next episode will be out on Monday. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Gold Diggers UK. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, Gold Diggers UK. On Instagram, it's with the underscore. See you next week. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.